Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Welcome to Off with the Fairies. That's what you're listening to. I'm what you're listening to, Morgan Phillips. And, and here with me, I have yeah. Isabella. Vellet! That's it. Here we go. We'll get it right one day. Um, so, yeah, I'm Isabella Vellet. Uh, Morgan and I, uh, we are friends uh, who have now started going out. Uh, what happened was I was raised by fairies uh, and then realised I wasn't a fairy. In fact, I was a changeling. I'm a human. I now live in Melbourne, Australia. That's where I'm based. It's a great livable city. And I met Morgan and now I introduce him to everyone from the mythological world. Yeah, and lately you've been introduced me a lot as your friend who now we've started dating and yeah. there's a weird way to introduce me maybe you just just call me your boyfriend or something is it um yeah no i could do that yeah i suppose why not <laughs> I, I guess i just think that like it's nice to kind of bring people in like a chronological way like boyfriend makes them sort of think that you know, like they see that you're my boyfriend before anything else. But first, when I say you're my friend who I'm now going out with, they go, oh, they were friends, now they're going out. It just sounds like you're not committing to me as your partner, it I guess. It sounds that way, and it might also feel that way. <laughs> but let me assure you that um, I am 80% sure about our relationship. You know... I've never been unhappy about an 80% in anything before, so... <laughs> That's enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's made basically the max I've ever gotten. So for, for any test. For anything. <laughs> yeah. That's good. How about health tests? Is uh, 80%. Like 80% yeah, always. Usually like 80% negative of anything I'm looking for. That's good. You know, I actually read an article the other day um, online uh, where I read most of my articles, hmm. and apparently um, most humans sit around 7 on the happiness scale out oh. of 10. Well, I'm 80%. Yeah, so you're doing pretty well yeah well, yeah. Um, yeah great mm. anyway we've got a guest with us today who's That's being right. uh, uncharacteristically quiet hello uh how are you yeah we're well thanks Catherine. uh thank you so no no it's Catherine. Catherine. no no Catherine. 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 no Catherine. it's a long e it's Catherine. Catherine. with an m with an n Oh, M. So, Katrim, you're a banshee. That's right. And there's obviously a lot of misconceptions that banshees are always screaming. That's true, actually. I think a lot of people have got some really um, outdated ideas about the banshee community. And Mm. um, I'm really glad that you're here to have a chat with me because I... uh, I, I just want to put some things right. Yeah, and we're obviously outside a funeral parlour right now, sitting in the yes, lobby. Yes, I mean that is a bit on brand, I would say. But you know, just I, I just want to I just want to put it out there that like like the other thing was that yes. like when we when we walked in to meet you, you were screaming uncontrollably. I was okay. Yes. All right. I uh, I will admit that I was wailing a little bit, but you know, um, the person, the funeral, they're friends. You know, I'm friends of the family, and so I obviously banshees do wail at funerals. That's true. Um, to be fair, so do humans. 
that's also right. And, you know, it's not just at funerals. Like, we often will wail before the funeral. Like, we'll come past and we'll be like, hi, um, I've brought you a a pre-casserole. And also, ah, just to let the family know that it's not going so well for their relative. Yeah, because, like, in terms of the misconceptions about Banshee's always wailing. That's Mm. correct. What you've told me uh, in our past meetings when we've caught up for, like, coffees and stuff outside funeral parlours before. Yes. uh, Is that you only do it to warn a family that someone's going to die? That's right. That's right. That's 100% right. Like, we... To be sure, we'll be at the funeral sometimes as well, just to to give some support. But and you get paid sometimes as well. Well, yes. I mean, a banshee's got to live. That's your business, you know. And this yeah. this waist length hair does not style itself. No, no. So there's appearances to keep up as well. But no, a lot of most of the time it's just as a warning beforehand, mm, and also a warning to someone when they're about to enter a dangerous circumstance. You were saying well, we can do it for a lot of things. You know, like um, we're really branching out into like traffic announcements so like if you're getting up in the morning there's a banshee app and you can turn it on and if you're going in the direction where there might be bad traffic you'll get a small keenan if you go anywhere there's like really terrible traffic maybe a, a i don't know a truck is derailed you'll get a full whale just to let you know you know wait aren't you worried that like you're being replaced by technology then if you got an, if no I can- no no the the beautiful thing about it is it's very labor intensive so an <laughs> actual app would never be able to do this so we have a call center full of banshees with their eyes mm. on google maps and then we just like when you see it if someone the light comes on like one of those old big um switchboard situations oh, yeah. and then you just pu- plug in and, and just give a whale which is great because i mean especially now with medical care fewer people are dying and mm. we really need to to find places for banshees with not much else to do. Do you ever make the wrong call? Like you'll siren out for something and then it's just like not an issue? Or like medical, like, like you siren out for something that would have been an issue maybe a hundred years ago and now it's not really a problem in modern day society? Like- well, yes. Uh, unfortunately, with things like epinephrine and uh, defibrillators, um, the <laughs> certain, you know... We do make mistakes and and we do have a support group for banshees that have got it wrong because it's very bad for the self-esteem if you're like, <laughs> and then they're fine. Mm. Oh, it's a- just a panic attack. You're like, oh, it's a heart attack. No, it's just a panic attack. Mm. Yeah, I Most- can imagine how upsetting that would be that's quite a whale you've got though. Was that it? Was that what you that, that, that was a that was a it was a blend of whale and keen. Oh, so were there exa- different things? Yeah, what is keening? Yes. So keening's, keenan is, is the higher pitched end, and it's maybe a little bit more wistful. Can you show mm. us? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, good. As opposed and, to... And, a- and then you can add a little bit more. Like, that's a keen. Great. And so a whale is... A whale's a, a bit lower, and, and it can have siren-like qualities. Okay. You- so it can be like... Like that. Oh, yeah. It does sound very siren-y. Mm, it's got, yeah, it's got a bit more uh, of a range in it. Do you have any anything, any other yells in your repertoire? Well, there's just the yell. There's the banshee yell. Oh, okay. Like, if someone comes at you with, like, a gold implement. Because there's always misunderstandings, you know? Many people think that we are, like Isabella was saying, like, we've spoken about this a lot. Like, I kill people with my whaling. That's not true. 
I Where you don't kill people when you wail No, they're pre-dead Or <laughs> they're almost dead So okay. You just call it like it is That's it, we're just straight up Which is the name of the app, isn't it? Call that it, it like, like Banshee. it is yeah. Call it like it is it's Exactly Isabella helped us Isabella actually helped us with the name mm. of that That was mm. part of all of our coffees outside of the yes. funeral parlours Yes, and she's an honorary Banshee because of this yeah. so oh. Why don't you has- show us your whale, Isabella? Help! <laughs> you yelled help. Yeah. I, I guess I just feel a bit trapped in my life right now. Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, that was that was good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Okay, could could so, you well, ever, Catherine, could you ever, like, um, wail if you saw, like, you know, like something that was about to die that wasn't a person? Like, for example, like a relationship. I have, I have done that. I have. Normally it's only, you know, when you have that friend who mm. it keeps going back. Yeah. It's and just then, like the friendship's not serving no, anyone anymore. Exactly. Yeah. But you're like meeting up for coffee just out of politeness, yes. outside funeral parlours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Always out. It's amazing how many coffee shops there are outside funeral parlours. Well, I mean, the living need to drink. Exactly. And so what I, I am technically living. Yeah, yeah, you're you're basically like a mortal, aren't you? I am. And when I say a mortal, just for our listeners, I mean a space M-O-R-T-A-L. Not yes, I, not I, a mortal, which is a lot of other creatures, which they don't <laughs> even believe in being mortal. No, that, they just don't identify no, as mortal. They don't like identify. being amoral, amortal. Amoral, yeah. amortal. Yeah. That's, that's correct. Yeah, so I am mortal. I am a space mortal. Mm. Um, we do have but you're not a space mortal because there are also space, which are people like aliens, aliens and, mm. you know, like Matthew McConaughey and like oh. Matt, Matt Damon, like on Mars and yes. Interstellar. Or, and, and, and Brad Pitt in his, latest, yeah. in his latest release, Ad Astra. His latest romp. Yes. It's not much of a romp, I will say. <laughs> is it good? It is long. I'm going to see it. <laughs> but, but I think it's, I, I, would, t- I would say that it's, like 2001 Space Odyssey light. Oh, okay. That's what I would so say it is. Kubrick style light. Yes, it's light Kubrick. But it's, it's like it's like coconut sugar, but for Kubrick. Have you ever thought about like warning people about other things? Like you could sit outside of the movie theater during a bad movie and just be like, don't go in there. <gasps> it's garbage. It's um, shit. Yeah. Oh, we could do that. Shit. We could really inter- integrate. Because yeah. to be fair, if you waste a bunch of time on a bad movie, it's kind of like you're dying a little bit. Mm. It's true. It's Hours of your life, you'll never get back again. Mm. Yeah, it's like the same as in like a relationship that's not serving True. you anymore. Yeah, like exactly. if you're dating someone for a long time or even a short amount of time, but it just feels like long, long and stale. Time. Yeah, and bad. Yes. And bad. Like you could be wasting your time just slowly dying. That's being right. With that yeah, like it kind of does right. kill you in a way. It does. Like mm. you become like a dulled down version of yourself yeah. and all you, like you think of yourself as being like in jail. Yeah, but yes. you can't. You don't have the self confidence to try and leave that relationship. You're just no, stuck there because you're afraid, and you're, afraid, you're like, yeah. "What if I never meet anyone else?" But like, yeah. you're just staying in it out of fear. I, I have to say, Isabella, this sounds a little bit like it might be a bit more personal than just a friend. Are you asking for a friend? I guess I'm asking for myself and a friend who's now someone that I'm dating. <laughs> oh, oh, Isabella, that. Okay. Oh, well, I, I can say uh, my expert opinion is that's all. Yeah. Look, 
look, I didn't want to do this on the podcast, Morgan, but I do think we're through. I asked you to come to couples therapy and now you're just like talking to a friend about advice this, instead of... Well, you know, th- this is the best kind of couples therapy, isn't it? Like, you know, you wanted us to go back to the sex doctor, like, centaur. Mm. And, you know, I'm just... I wanted some kind of affection, some kind of cuddle, because, uh, you know, that's, that was the last time I've been held and I felt like I was wanted. Look, I'm sorry, Morgan, but it's hard to make you feel wanted when I don't want you. Oh, sorry, I just need to interrupt. Whoa. Oh, I just continue. Anyway, we, we've... It's like, hard. I, Morgan's I've met this girl. To... He's met this girl called Ashley. What? And he's hanging out with her all the time. Like, Morgan <laughs> and Ashley, like, they post pictures together. Oh, no. I, I, Isabel, are you sure that you're actually dating? Because this sounds to me like... Morgan's dating Ashley. It feels and like you're trying I'm to not... break up with him while he's not with you anymore. No, is I'm... that is that too harsh? And sorry, Banshee said like it is, but call I'm... it like it is. Even. Call it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Isabella. It's fine. I'm Wait, sorry. Once once we get the t-shirts printed, I'll be able to remember it more. I'm sorry, Isa, but like I've been trying to make this work for ages, and then all of a sudden you take me to this friend of yours who I've never even met and go- ask them to make a judgment call about our relationship. Well, she's experienced at doing so, Morgan. Like I said, I was eighty percent sure about the relationship always, and you know I just sort of wanted someone to just you know get us across the line and i did but it was the wrong line sorry no. sorry morgan i you don't even, you've never even i met may me be before. more i may be mortal <laughs> but there are many people i've keened for who i've never met until i keened until i turned up at their house dressed in my gray dress and knocked on the door and was like hello i have a preemptive cheesecake and also <laughs> and so on all right, look, I need to take a break. This is too much for me. Oh, I feel like I've hurt his feelings. This is the problem with being a banshee. You know, you never, ever bring in the good news. It's always the bad news. It's fine. Let's just go get some cake from inside the funeral parlour. All right. Uh, I just got to do one thing. Okay, that's my job done. Let's go in. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. So we are in the studio right now with Teresa. Howdy. Teresa Ewan. It's me. Yeah. And uh, Teresa, now you're an improviser with us in Impromptu. That's correct. But you've been improvising for years. I have. I have. And um, I studied just straight up theatre, so I did musical theatre and some other stuff. But now I'm improvising and it's glorious. But you also studied directing, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So my major was acting and directing. And was that mm. in South Africa? Yeah, where it you're was. From? It was. And then you moved to New Zealand. And then I moved to New Zealand. And then I didn't act. I did was in bands for ages. Um, like singing or playing an instrument? Singing and playing. So I played guitar and bass. Oh, and, oh. Um, I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And write music and things. And that was really fun. But I started missing acting and performing. So I got back into improv. Mm-hmm. 
and um, moved from New Zealand to Australia to the one, the glorious Melbourne. Um, and then got did some improv, did some New Yorkie improv, came back, and now I'm in improv tunes, and I I heart it. Uh, improv tunes, in case uh, you haven't listened to this podcast before, <laughs> is a musical theatre improv group that yes. me and Isabella are in, and also Teresa is in. Yes. Um, we also have a podcast uh, that you can listen to, Impromptunes, the completely improvised musical podcast. Look them up on iTunes yes. or wherever you listen. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Teresa, what have you got going on at the moment? You've been writing songs. You've um, been writing yeah, I'm, writing, I'm working on, um, I'm starting a new band, so we're working on some songs cool. at the moment. Um, just recording and, and doing some if you were gonna s- things. If you were going to describe your band as two bands mashed together, what bands would they be? Oh, I don't know if you guys are, I don't know how indie you are. So it's like I'm not indie. Combo, yeah. I'm extremely mainstream. Okay. <laughs> if it was from mainstream, nothing. If it was indie, um, like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club meets... Maybe it already means nothing to me. Uh, oh, The Verve, like yeah. Bittersweet Symphony. Yes. Yes, that's so very mainstream. <laughs> yeah, but originally they weren't, though, so this is the thing. But they also got sued or something for Bittersweet Symphony, so they couldn't make any money from it. Yeah, because it was a, a sample from a, a Rolling Stones song. That's so that's sad. Right. But, like, yeah. what a great song. It's a great song. The end of Cruel Intentions, where she takes the cocaine yeah. out of the little cross. and Yeah. Do you know Placebo? Yeah, they're also on the Cruel Intentions soundtrack. So our, our, our band is very much selected cuts from the Cruel Intentions oh, So it's placebo, soundtrack. kind of like every me and every, every yo, yeah. every me. Sucker loving. Yeah, that, 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 that song always reminds me of Joshua Jackson <laughs> because in Cruel Intentions, like that's when they barge, that's when Ryan Philippi barges in and finds Joshua Jackson in bed with a man and they've like set the guy up or something ah. and he like just takes, like he just brings in a professional camera and takes all these pictures of him and it's just like really full on like looking back it's like how did people actually think that that was an accurate representation of how humans interact because it's insane I think the whole thing was kind of like glossy it was oh like, yeah yeah when I um, was watching Cruel Intentions I was a kid and I was like oh that's how the adult world works <laughs> and so you went out and you seduced people and then took photos of them and you Quite. were like why is no one else doing this yeah and then I was like oh they are it's called Instagram <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Teresa, so great to chat to you. Yes. So, if people wanted to find you, Teresa, online, where would they be able to look for you? Um, I have got a band page called Cuts, which is my old project that I was working on, and the new band is going to call, be called The Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that should be up hopefully soon when I can get the, the sound right. Can you get a banshee <laughs> to maybe, like, uh, keen on it? I am going to put a whale on it. Just <laughs> as a tribute to this, because I feel like it's opened real doors for me. Thanks for having me, guys. Hello, everybody. This is Emmett and Holly from Impromptunes, a completely improvised musical. And this year we've launched a brand new project where we make up a completely improvised musical every week on Impromptunes, the podcast. So we get suggestions from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, from you guys. Now, some of my favourite titles have been Spotted, A Love Story. Dumplings Gone Wild. Attack of the Vegans. Inside the Bomb Squad. I also loved Roller Derby Brontosaurus. And Hot Dog Tales. So you guys can hop on, subscribe to the podcast, and of course, suggest your very own title. Elon's Musk. Oh, my God. So Morgan and I are back. We've had some cake. We've had a chat. Um, we've we've phoned up Ashley, um, and you know what? We're actually fine. Like I'm, we're happy to be friends again, aren't we, Morgan? Yeah, it, it's good. It's good for us. It wasn't working. You've got to discard the old, and you know, let's have a funeral at this funeral parlor for the beautiful thing that was our short-lived relationship. 
Yeah. Okay. It's good. And Ashley is on her way to pick up Morgan. They're going to head off uh, to um, Healesville Sanctuary, I We're believe. We're just friends, okay? <laughs> they love doing things. You know, Ashley was like, let's go to Healesville and then they're tomorrow. They're going to go look at some kangaroos. Yeah, they're going to go see. And get a, ha- a half-melted ice, ice, one of those chalk ices. They just love doing t- tourist things together. Really dull, dull You're just Then they're going to go on the Melbourne Star. I'm allowed to have other friends, Isabella. Yeah, well, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I'm fine with it. I really am. It's great. Like, I, I'm really well. You know, like that amazing euphoric feeling when you feel like you've, you've had a good breakup, you know, and you're just like far out, like the world is mine again. Yes. Like anything mm. could happen. I could be happy. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just sweet, sweet taste of it's freedom. It's nice. It's nice that Morgan and I are experiencing that yeah, now. Morgan really looks uh, really not that happy. Well, are you all right, Morgan? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm bloody brilliant. I'm great. Are you crying? No, I just got, I spilled some water on my eyes earlier. You've been peeling an onion. Uh, yep, I was onion working. Sandwich. I wanted some onion from the kitchen, so I went and d- did that. Oh, that's not not allergies, is it? Ah, uh, yes, I've also got terrible hay fever. Oh, and, um, all right. Charming. As long as you're not and really my, sad, my eyes are sweating. Oh, Morgan, I feel like you're less than eighty percent right now. Oh, I'm I'm eighty percent. I'm eighty percent heartbroken. Oh. oh, that makes me feel kind of weird inside—a feeling I haven't felt before. Oh, I think it's remorse. Oh, that's strange. Yeah. Oh well, everyone's growing, I guess. Yeah. Hey, um, Catherine. Yes. You know how like Enya is really famous. Yes. In Ireland. Yes. And like around the world. Yes. And how she does like little whales and stuff on a track. Is that her? Is she a banshee? She is. Oh my gosh, I knew <laughs> it. You have got such good banshee radar. Mm. She is totally a banshee. Oh and that's why she gets so angry with, about things as well, you know? Her, God bless her rest in peace, Dolores O'Riordan, also banshee. Sinead <laughs> oh. O'Connor, excommunicated banshee. Because oh. she was even too weird for us. Why? What did she do? She was just herself, you know. <laughs> she was like tearing up pictures of the head of the banshees and going, oh, I don't want to go to funerals anymore. Wow. And we were like, you know, a banshee, like a puppy... A puppy's not just for Christmas. A banshee is not just for funerals, but it has to be for funerals. Even banshees have standards. Exactly. Are are there any Irish singers that aren't banshees? Bono. Bono is not a banshee. (laughs) For a couple of reasons. A, banshees are women. And B, banshees don't wear sunglasses. It's a thing. What about Yoko Ono? Yoko Ono is not Irish. No, but she does do a lot of wailing. Yoko Ono... Now, this is an interesting story. Yoko Ono is an immortal being actually oh she's cha- she she met john lennon and she was like you know i really want to be a singer mm-hmm. um what can i do and then she was like she chose banshee style but oh. choosing banshee banshee style does not make you a banshee right okay that's that's the thing you have to be born a banshee you know like isabella's probably the closest thing we have to someone who's not a banshee who is a banshee but mm, you have to you have to be born a banshee. No, I'm an That's just banshee. one of those things. Yeah. Now, um, you know the cause. Yes. They're not banshees. Well, <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> the banshee line comes through the mother, and two of the cores are banshees, <gasps> and the other two are not. But aren't they all oh. related? That's right. It's not necessarily always coming through. It's like oh. if you got a parent with blue eyes and a parent with brown eyes. Some of the children will have the blue eyes and some of the children will have the brown eyes. Mm. So and the, the blue eyes are the banshee and the brown eyes are the not banshee. Now, I actually 
have studied that recently. Yeah. I've been trying to catch up on a bit of human biology. Wow. Mm. And that's You're so be- multifaceted. So multifaceted. Yeah. And I found out that that's because the blue eye gene is recessive whilst the brown eye gene is don- dominant. So is the banshee gene actually recessive? It's a recessive gene. Wow. Oh, redheads are recessive as well. I know. So you're so, almost a banshee. But like my like neither of my parents were redheads. But I became a redhead. Does that mean that like a banshee could just crop up yes. later in the bloodline? And that bloodline? causes that causes a lot of problems because mm. they're like, why is my child only crying when things are dying? <laughs> So when you're a baby and you're first born, obviously a lot of babies wail and cry. Yeah. Do banshee babies only cry when someone's going to die? Right. So people people are like, oh, you have the best baby. And then like a <laughs> grandparent gets sick and they're like, what's going on with your child? Yeah. Oh, and it's man. a different type of cry as well. You know, like most babies are like, wah, wah. But the banshee baby, it's got a whole range. Yeah, show us a banshee baby cry. Okay, now i got to really get in character for this one. Okay. So it's like, I mean, you can imagine. I'd be upset if I was a parent in my childhood. Yeah, you're like, what the hell? I mean, they're they're like exorcisms. Lots of mistakes are made when actually the child is just a banshee. Also, it comes out with the full head of hair. Which oh. is also oh. hair is very important to banshees. I've noticed you have very like uh, luxurious, l- luxurious and well done hair. Exactly, it's because you know nothing says banshee more than a full face hair mm. wheel. Like that's a real commitment. Like when you turn up at the house and you give and you go, here's some preemptive ice cream. Yeah. And then you put your hair over your face. I guess that's maybe oh, part yeah. of why Sinead O'Connor was um, well, excommunicated when she shaved her she hair. She was just a total rebel. She was like, I don't need hair. I'm like, you do need hair, Sinead. Yeah. You do do. And Nothing all- compares to you, but put some bloody hair on. And in terms of like, you know, you're wearing a, a terrifying white old-fashioned nightie. Correct. That's part of... That's part of like the job. Like exactly. when you're when you're doing the call, that's what you're doing. Yes. Do you have yeah. to wear that all the time? Is it just a job? No, on the job no, thing? no. I mean, that's the that's part of the wonder of prescience is you can bring it with you, mm. and you can just change into it when you feel a death coming on. So rest of the time, you know, you can wear whatever you want. But when it comes to to pre death, you need to really commit. You know, people like tradition. People like to to know what they're getting. But uh, yeah, would it, would like it not be hard happening. with your like housemates or your partner or whatever? Like when you're getting into your nighty in the evening, like are they freaking out that they're about to die, or do you get into a different nighty, or do you just use like one size fits all nighty? No, no, it's a spe- it's a ceremonial nighty. Oh, okay. like I normally wear like a t shirt and some like bed shorts and how do bed. we how how do we know it's the ceremonial nighty as opposed to a normal nighty? Well, Ninety, a normal ninety. Ninety is such a funny word when you think is, about it. Like it my is. ninety, like it's like we don't have any clothes. We call our day or <laughs> like. Our- well, actually, uh, but banshees do have days as do well. You? It's a oh. day ninety that you wear. Right. Like oh. if you have to get public transport, it's like a gown that goes over you, the are ninety. You, are you wearing a ninety or a day right now? Well, I've got the day over the ninety. Oh, okay. Because if you just come in the ninety, people are, that that's also how your partner knows, you know. Because if you got mm. the day on, the day doesn't mean that it, someone's going to die. It means someone's eventually going to die, but not you. <laughs> mm. But when you take off the day and have oh, the ninety yeah. on, and then bring the hair forward, and often have a sweet treat. Which, yeah, because you know how people like to eat something sweet when they're sad, particularly in breakups. Mm. So, actually, I did bring these cupcakes for you, Morgan. So, um, here you go. Sorry, Aww, I didn't give thank them you. to you earlier. Actually, no, I would really like them. They've got little frowny faces on them. I know, they, they, they're sad, but if you turn them the other way, 
there's a smiley face. Oh, and I'm which shows I'm that you know everything is double sided. All I can see is the sad face, no matter which way I look just at eat it. Just eat the, just eat the cupcake. Okay, I'm eating them. Good. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's how people know. Have you ever had to? You were talking about like your loved ones before. Have you ever had to? Uh, you know, wail at when, your own partner or your own family? Well, I mean, I have been a little bit unlucky in love. So oh. I've I had a couple of wails. But the Bangshi Code says that if it's too traumatic for you to wail, you can get a sub in. Okay. But like, so you Which also you know. makes it easier to live with someone if they know that it's not going to be you and the nighty. How many of your partners have died? Seven. Oh. Yeah, I know. I. And- that's nothing to do with you being a banshee. No, that's the thing. Like people are like, "Oh, you're definitely killing." I'm like, "I'm not killing them." It just seems like a real strong coincidence. Have no, because Morgan die. banshees can't kill; they can only warn of killing. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I understand Stop that. Bringing your prejudice on top of Catherine. I understand that's what's said, but like seven. Yeah, well, seven partners seven died. Part- I know. It's it's a. I don't understand it. You know, I, I think that maybe I just have poor taste. Yeah, well, I guess maybe you meet a lot of people around, like, so, like there's At a funerals. lot of yeah, and also like apart from the funerals, like you often warn people they're going to die, and then they don't, and they're like, "You saved my life." Mm. I know, and they got that Florence Nightingale syndrome, mm. but it's only banshee syndrome. Yeah, yeah, except like they are, they are, they were meant to die, and so Wait, eventually they are going to die. Yeah. So if you already know, maybe you already know they're going to die, and you just have a thing for people with short lifespans. I'm not going I will neither confirm nor deny. Mm, it's like a commitment issue. It's just really convenient yeah. they're going to die soon. Yeah, you don't you don't feel bad about committing to someone if you know that it's got a, like a 2-year lifespan because they're going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just Or maybe you're just like a grieving addict. You just love finding someone to uh, No, I think it's that that brief glorious flame of romance that you know will be smothered soon. Well, oh. I know that for a fact that um you know romance is all chemicals in our brains, right? That's right. And, and that, in fact, it's heightened. The dopamine we get is heightened by stress. So that's why long-distance relationships always feel, like, much more intense or, like, when you've yeah. broken up with someone, it feels more intense. That's right. You I know. definitely feel very intense and right then, now. And then you don't, like, the honeymoon put the... Oh, Morgan. Oh. Well, you I, just, feel, I feel bad talking, actually. It's okay. No. I'm just going to eat some more cupcakes. Yeah, just, yeah. It's just, fine. Just, Ashley's just on her way. Talk in. Ashley is just a friend. I wow. feel like, mm, well, mm, I, I can wail for the end of your friendship. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to eat some more of these things. I just think, yeah, I like I like the honeymoon period. So I like, you know, I like that flush of love. And then well, if they happen to pass away within a year or a year and a half. So be I it. Mean, so be it. At least we've been happy. And you also, I mean, the way that banshees uh, die, people try and banish banshees, oh. but that doesn't kill you. No, it doesn't. But it makes it really, really hard to go into certain places. Mm. Like what? a lot of the Irish pubs have got a banshee banishing. And then you want to go for a nice Guinness and you can't because it's beer banished. Yeah. Do you ever just stand outside the windows and wail at people on the inside? I do. Are you banished from the Guinness Guinness factory? Because <laughs> that's a really cool tourist destination oh, in Dublin. I am 100% banished from every Guinness factory in the whole world. You have a life. And even even the beer the beer section at certain uh, BWSs, <laughs> I am not allowed in there either. Wow. wow I know, it's sucks. sad. Mm. But on the actual Guinness cans, there's a banishing harp. The harp. 
oh. is the thing that makes us go, oh, because it's so tuneful. And it's also the harp is often made of gold, right? That's right. It's gold is what kills That's you. That's right. I so don't. I don't know if I really want to put that out on a podcast. Why gold kills banshees. Gold that? kills them. Why Thank is gold you. such a thing for you? It's hard. Well, it's, Sinead O'Connor it's, got so much gold, and that's why she went it's, mad. It's, it was the Leprechaun feud of oh. fourteen twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, and like, if you go onto Wikipedia, it says that a lot of banshees are really short, mm. which is not true. Like, we are all well over five foot six, and I was like. It's, they were confusing us with leprechauns and then and then the leprechauns got angry and they were like oh you're trying to get our gold by pretending you're four foot seven and then we're like, like we're not trying to get your gold and then they put the curse on us and now we can only be killed by the gold and it's really hard also because I have got a yellow undertone to my skin and silver doesn't suit me and now I cannot wear anything gold so oh. it's all round life is really so unfair lots. yes mm, that sucks I know I'm so sorry thanks Thanks, Isabella. And thank you for telling anyone on how to kill me because I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, they could have Wikipedia'd it. That's mm. true. That you is know. true. Okay. Now I take it back. You well, are within your rights. I mean, it's been a big day for all of us. Mm. Um, I feel like we could all use a cupcake. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I finished the <gasps> Catherine, I think that the most appropriate way um, to end this interview would be for you to give us a full performance of some reaming. <laughs> reaming? Of some keening. I feel like we've never done any reaming. Please don't do that. No. Uh, I was just thinking of your name. Uh, Let's give us a full performance of some reaming. Some reaming. 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 No, so reaming, keening, no. and banshee wailing to mark the end of Morgan and I's uh, relationship but not friendship. We can all do it together. Uh, Let's do it all together. Ready? It's been seven hours and fifteen days. I never really loved you anyway. Hey, Morgan and Izzy here from Off With The Fairies. If you're liking the podcast, please give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening. Uh, You can follow Isabella Vallette at... Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. It's just... I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A-V-A-L-E-T-T-E. And if you want to follow me, you're out of luck. But uh, you can find uh, Off With The Fairies at Fairies Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you're loving the podcast, please tell someone about it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.